Hello. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Kendall? Yes, sir. I, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Okay, great. My wife didn't want to give me a ride, so... She didn't want to give you a ride? No. <laughs> you ordered an XL, but I cannot match that GMC. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Denali. Yeah, I love those cars. Um, let's see where you're going. But that's why you ordered an XL, because you drive a Denali? No, you were, you were closer than the regular ones. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Kendall, um, do I have your permission to record a ride for my YouTube channel? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, great. Now I'm going to give you my card. Here you go. Thank you. And, um, yeah, nothing special, just I record the rides, the conversations, and... Uh, if you don't get too many phone calls uh, along the way, then I'll, I'll publish. Uh, cool. Let's see where we're going because my GPS is still like uh, catching up. I guess I should just have gone straight on your road. Okay. So before you, I had a pole dancer in the car. Oh, jeez. And that was sort of interesting. Did I brought she her go to into work or did she just get off work? And she going on to work. <laughs> and. Uh, I'm always intrigued by these kind of professions, you know? Well, aren't we old men? <laughs> yeah, it's a different but it's like, lifestyle. Hey, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Also because like prostitution is prohibited in, uh, in the US. But of course pole dancing is not prostitution. Right. But there's this gray area in between yes. where you wander, right? <laughs> there is some gray and so, area in those places. <clears throat> yeah. She was telling me about a friend of hers got, you know, in touch with an undercover cop and then got busted, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's the whole problem. You, know? you got that, and I mean, they're trying to enforce the law or whatever, but it's like a setup, you know, and then the other scary part about it for the women is, you know, probably not all of them necessarily do it. So then if you got a guy that is looking for that and the girl doesn't want to do it, you know, puts them in like a dangerous spot too. It's true, so. yep. Yeah, they they definitely have security at those uh, places. Some guys uh, don't behave. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to me a dangerous occupation. Yeah, drinking and, and stuff uh, and who knows what else, drugs and then... Right? I think they take pretty good care of them, you know, like when they're leaving, they make sure they they're getting in their vehicle and stuff but you know you never know some but so it is the girl if if she would be a prostitute and she's uh, illegal or doing something illegal but the men too right so if you get caught going to a prostitute aren't both in the act yeah of something illegal yeah for sure so if there's yeah you could both get arrested I don't know. I think I like the system in my country. I'm from the Netherlands. Okay. The red light district. Yeah, uh -huh. You've heard of it. Yeah. And so the girls are just behind windows. Now I say that is the other extreme. I'm not for that. But at least prostitution is legal. Right. So the girls are registered. They have a union and things like that. Both, both um, people know what they're getting into and everything. That's a little bit more. I mean, those girls can call the cops on you if you misbehave, right? Mm -hmm. These girls are afraid to call the cops. Right. They get themselves in trouble. And so. Anyway, sorry about that. Over there, <laughs> I mean, though, I mean in, over there, it's 
you know, there's cert certain things regulated, though, I'm sure. Like, they... You know what I mean? Like, is there only a, a certain amount? I feel like in the U.S., like, it's just such a big country that if they legalized it, it would... People would just go extreme with it, you know what I mean? Like, over there, it's, like, organized, you know, there's... In the Netherlands, like, can you... Do the girls have to work from a location? Or, like, can you... Is it legal, like, from your home and everything also? Oh, I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's, a good, that's a good question. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, over here, you know, people... Oh, kind of. You give them an inch and they take a mile, like, you know, with legalizing certain things and everything. Like, people are already doing it, I guess, so... It happens anyway, I think, whether it's legal or not. Right. Um, I think it's a little bit better for the girls if it is legal, because they get more protection. Yeah. On the other hand, you're right. I mean, there's also then no or less boundaries to get into an occupation like that, which is bad for the girls. Yeah. And so... Um, Although this one that was in the car, she seemed to have her head on her shoulders right, and she was talking about respect and <coughs> things like that. And yeah. So she knows what... Uh, yeah, I think there's yeah. ones that do it. You know, they, they can still be professional about it, but, the, you know... Yeah. I guess that's like that in any, any kind of profession. There's all different types of people, but there's good and bad, I'm sure. Can I ask, uh, what do you do? Uh, we do... I. I have a family business. We do um, commercial landscaping okay. installation. Cool. So like new, see like new like apartment complexes or whatever going up. We'll do like the 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 irrigation landscaping sod, all like the new new install, new okay. installation stuff like that. So there's more the hardware than the plants. You don't do the plants and the grass all the and all of that. No, yeah, we do the. The, the sprinkler system I yeah. subcontract that out to I've got a couple of people that I use and then we do I plant the the trees palms plants things like that oh, yeah. cool so how come that I see always Mexicans working in the landscaping business <laughs> As, well, well, not my Haitians guys, my not, guys are yeah my guys are Guatemalan okay um, so let's say had, Central I, Americans yeah I've had a lot of the all my guys have worked for uh, worked for us for about 15 years. Okay. So, I think... Um, then you are a good employer, see, otherwise yeah, they wouldn't I mean, stick with you. You see a lot of... Uh, I would say that a reason for a lot of it is, you know, it's cheaper labor. Whether it yeah. be, you know, their, their financial situation... You know, they're forced to work, you know, for yeah. a lower wage or whatever, not being, you know, educated or, you know, specialized in any sort of field. So, and then you've got like the, you know, there's a, illegal immigrants, you know, that are employed and everything like that. So, you know, the, if you're deploying illegal immigrants, you can, you've got leverage over them because, you know, you don't have to pay them. As much well, as much money because they're the situation that they're in. So, but yeah, it's. I mean, 
it's funny, you know, like the Americanized Central Americans or Mexicans and stuff, like they, you know, these other guys, I've, you know, we've employed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. They really do work much harder. Mm-hmm. You know, my guys, we get on big jobs and like, they work so hard and some of the, the big general contractors and stuff are like, you know, we've never seen the landscape crews like install, you know, go this fast or whatever. And yeah. they really do work really hard, but you know, white guys and stuff, they just, these, I, I would say because maybe these Central American and they, a lot of them lead like a simpler life. So mm. they're like less distractions and, my, none of my guys drink or smoke you know they're just oh that's good yeah so they don't they're not taking a cigarette break every 10 minutes and they're not like coming into work in the morning like hungover and stuff hmm. you know yeah, that's if, an advantage yeah, <laughs> even if you even if you get like you know a good crew of white guys or something you know chances are every once in a while the night before you know they had some some drinks or whatever and but they, isn't it also uh, a matter of um like they can handle the heat here in Florida, and often I see them completely covered, right, with a big yeah, hat and uh-huh. then long sleeve shirts, yeah, long yeah. long pants. That's how they're sweating like crazy, yeah. but they they work uh, all day in a hundred degrees yeah. or more. Yeah, they're, they're I, definitely I used do to do not the see heat. myself doing that. <laughs> I grew up here, so the heat doesn't really bother me. Okay. I don't like spending if it gets like below seventy degrees, I'm grabbing a jacket. You know, oh. <laughs> I I, don't, I cannot. I don't, I don't handle the Actually, cold, I do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we... I do a golf league with a bunch of my friends once okay. a month. And uh, we golfed last month when it was like that really cold weekend. Uh-huh. We we teed off at like 7.30 in the morning. And it was like 40 degrees. And oh man, we were out there. I, I was like just about to quit and go home. It was it was cold until, too cold for you yeah <laughs> so, yeah he's a floridian all right yeah you definitely gotta get used to the heat but so when you build the installation of a new apartment complex and you put in the landscaping then you also maintain it i suppose sometimes we sometimes they re- they require us to give them a proposal for like to maintain it for a year but that means that you're growing and growing and growing yeah but we don't we don't do much maintenance i try to stay away from the maintenance why um it's very very competitive okay so there's less money to be made so it's good we can get into a situation where if we can get locked in for a year and maintain the property like and that's the warranty period too so like it's good for us because we can we can make some money if they like the price and it'll get if anything happens you know and it, it typically doesn't you know if we if it's we're responsible for the warranty and we're maintaining it you know nine right. times out of ten nothing happens but um, right. when we don't we hand over projects and other people take care of it and they cut the sprinklers off because they don't want the grass to grow fast the plants and stuff start dying oh really yeah and they call us up oh, and they're shit. like hey this stuff's dying what's going on and <laughs> we go over there and we look at like the sprinkler timer and they're like well your sprinklers are off so and it hasn't rained in three weeks so right. that's why that'll do it but yeah i mean the maintenance stuff um there's a lot of companies that do it i think they do pretty well mm. um but you know when you're doing a 
you can you can have a big contract where you're doing like a neighborhood or something and it's mm -hmm. say it's ten or twelve thousand dollars a month you're getting and then like all of a sudden somebody comes in and says oh we'll do it for yo you're getting they're getting twelve thousand we'll do it for eleven thousand or whatever yeah. or, or even five you know they'll it's cutthroat they'll they'll get ready for five hundred bucks or something you know, or less so um, you know where the Whole Foods is over there nope. on Daniels? Nope. Right, there's a Whole Foods on Daniels and Six Mile Cypress. It's like a big plaza, grocery store, and all this okay. stuff. Mm -hmm. so it was like a few years ago they built it, or maybe longer now. But we were supposed to do the landscaping for that whole parcel, uh -huh. and um, the guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, you guys got the job. I'm waiting on doing the contracts and stuff." Never, mm -hmm. never, you know, heard back from the didn't want to like bother him so we waited a couple weeks and then we tried to get a hold of him couldn't get a hold of him and then I finally got a hold of him he's like oh yeah these other people they were like uh, $3,000 less and I'm like 3000 bucks. I would have given you 5000 off you know what I mean but you could have called me up and said hey look right? these guys are coming in a little bit below you can you do anything because right? it was like a several hundred thousand dollars for the job oh, so yeah. a few thousand bucks I, you know would so have been easy yeah, yeah so it's stuff like that, that. it yeah. happens all the time and so you like the new jobs better, the, the building jobs, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, how do you get your customers? How, how do they find you? We don't, we work with like um, a lot of the big general contractors in town. So okay. we've never advertised. Oh, okay. Spent one penny. It's nice. We just been around for a long time. Yeah, so yeah. it's all nice. word of mouth. And once we do, we do big projects. So once you get like in that, um, level of like insurance and things that you have to cover in order to be able to do that kind of work, those kind of jobs, uh -huh. then you, it's easy to get, you know, you're in a, I'm in, in a place with maybe there's probably like 10 companies Guys like max you? in the area uh -huh. that can you know, get bonded on a big project or okay. get that carry the amount of insurance that so usually it's like, you know, I'm a small company compared to some, you know, there's a, there's a few really big ones, but I bid against them and I get, you know, some of the projects. So, mm -hmm. so you said family business. So that means you and your wife or you and your dad Me and or my brothers, mom and or? dad. And um, okay. no, my wife, my wife works for uh, Chico's over here on Metro. Okay. She works over there. So. No, I don't. My mom. You do it with, it's a mom and uh, dad. They started it. Yeah. So my dad, he's been in the business his whole life. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's then what, uh, yeah, in yeah. 2013, we had some family stuff going on. My mom actually went up and stayed with uh, her brother and sister-in-law for mm -hmm. a while, and everything was in her name. So we kind of me and my dad started a separate thing okay. and then mom ended up coming back so that's what we got now so I I own the company actually and um, mom and dad work for me now on paper but <laughs> we all <laughs> yeah, work yeah. together you know it's well I mean they bring in the relations and yeah, the, yeah. the longevity of it when they before I got into it they did more like a residential like new construction residential like new, oh, yeah. trying to get with new home builders and mm -hmm. stuff like that so they didn't do the commercial stuff but when I came on I got I started going like more that direction and have got us into that type of work so, so. can I ask you about the spraying I see a lot like well, the apartment complex where I work they come once a week and they cut the grass they trim the trees and all of that and I often see them spray 
chemicals, I guess against the bugs or something? They are spraying probably glyphosate, uh, weed killer. Okay. To For weed control, so they'll spot spray um, to kill weeds or they could be spraying certain types of bushes. Uh, you have to spray them with like a systemic, like a fungi, uh, insecticide. Uh -huh. Some of the stuff around here, anything that flowers and stuff like that, typically you have to treat with um, certain with chemicals. insecticides. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Yeah. Huh. You're so, supposed to like the the green or the the better management practice. You're supposed to wait until you see something, then spray. Flower, and that's right. Yeah. But yeah. you know, <laughs> that's another thing with maintenance. You know, everybody wants everybody wants to pay you the lowest amount of money but they mm. want to act like you're their full-time gardener sure, so sure. you know if they go outside and see one weed or if they see you know some insects on something you get in a phone call that's why i like to stay out of it because yeah it's if you're if you have a lot of maintenance accounts you almost have to have two three four guys doing damage <laughs> control taking phone calls and going yeah. and checking like who's mad about this and like that's something that can lose you like a large account you know it's some small little problem like a couple weeds so, so that that's another question that I have uh, is that we're living in swamp country mm -hmm. right this is Florida this yes. is the Everglades this is swamp country why are there no mosquitoes there's almost no mosquitoes around here I mean they I just, do they do spray but certain times of the year they'll carry you away there's there's mosquitoes for sure but not they a do. whole lot yeah, I occasionally. Yeah, if you get, I mean, certain areas, they're bad. Um, they're around. They're not as bad, hmm. but they're like in my neighborhood where you just pick me up, they. I mean, they don't spray against mosquitoes. I, I read this story about GMO changed mosquitoes that when they mate, the eggs don't hatch. And so then the whole population of mosquitoes dies off. Yeah. Something like that. I've seen some and different things. They've definitely tried some some different stuff. Weird stories. You yeah. don't know any about that? I don't I've I've heard things like that and I also the the love bugs huh. were brought here from somewhere or genetically they were supposed to eat mosquitoes to get rid of oh. the mosquitoes but okay. now all they do is get all over your car right it didn't work out whatever i, I saw something about that i don't know for sure but the, the love bug do you mean the dragonfly no the love bugs the little the little black bugs like you would drive down the highway and they get smashed all over the front of your car uh -huh. those it's like oh, certain okay. times of the year they they're all around and yeah they'll get you know, if you go on the highway or I something. You have those, you have dragonflies. Yeah, there's certain bugs that are a lot, but just not mosquitoes or not a whole lot. Which I just, yeah, I think mm. now that you say that, I mean in the in the recent recent years, like the like recently that they have been. I mean, I've been there now for five years in that mm. house. So, but still, like we've got it stays like pretty wet. Like in the back there, we have that big tree, and mm -hmm. um, if we leave the side of that store open for a few minutes, we get you know three, four mosquitoes in the house. So there's, there's, they're they're around for sure. Oh, okay. Out in the woods, like it's a rainy season. I guess maybe because we haven't had a really bad 
little bit of rain last year for a yeah, while. That, uh-huh. rare, but that's when they're bad. When there's like standing water everywhere, that's where they breed and like right sweet water, yeah, Sunny standing sweet, water yeah. and stuff like that. So that's when mm. the more of it, more of that that there is, then the bigger the problem. Anyway, you're not involved in any <clears throat> GMO alternated mosquito. Um, Spraying? No, no, we don't do any. We we're allowed to with our my license. We're allowed in here. Yeah, take a right and then your first right into the city center plaza. We're allowed to spray um, the glyphosate in plant beds only and um, imidacloprid, which is uh, insecticide. Uh, Okay. So you're here? Yeah, it's my black truck right there. Wow. Look at that. This guy's got <laughs> That's sweet, man. It was it ah. was dirty before. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the Love ride. I appreciate truck. it. All right, man. You okay. have enjoy the rest of your day. All right, Be you safe. Too. Take care, bye bye. I gotta quickly show this truck. This is just awesome. Wow, what a machine! <laughs> we got a next ride coming up. Uh, Look at that red one. <laughs> oh God. Super duty. Alright, bye bye. How are you there? Bye bye.